Welcome to Film Study, an all-American podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi, and don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. I'm hyped to review Homecoming 106, a family affair with Ray. Ray, are you excited? I, I know you're excited, <laughs> so the audience yes. knows. <laughs> I'm very excited. Hi. <laughs> What were your overall thoughts on the episode? As far as like my interest level, not one of my favorites, but I think mm. as far as development that happened for some of the characters, I think this is a good episode. I yeah. feel that. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, it uh I definitely had to like watch it again to uh to stay connected and I think it's like it's almost like a like a enemy of their own success. Like the episodes, especially between the two shows, have been so good thus far. Uh, especially with this like back half of the season. Uh, so with All American, and so like when you get sort of a slower episode, it's like I don't know. There's just you just it doesn't it doesn't feel as like fast moving. Um, to me, especially because there was a lot. Um, and so when you get like to this sort of episode where it's very almost narrative based, like there was a lot of family stuff, a lot of family drama, and it wasn't like it, the stories moved forward, but it was they were moving forward with their with their families and people that we don't see on the show very often, um, <laughs> except for Jr's dad for some reason, uh, but. <laughs> with that being said, it's just weirder because it's like they're not moving forward with each other. It's like with other people that you don't see. So it just felt yeah. a little bit slower. Yeah, I think that's the perfect way to describe it. Because, I mean, um, not to get too deep into it, but just like where Simone and her mom are concerned. Like, I mean, it's great that they were able to have a conversation and come to a slight resolution. But I also feel like that's... At this point, because of the relationship that she's developed with the people at Bringston, her relationship with her mom is kind of minute almost. It, it's just not as big of a storyline as some of the other things that I right. am wanting to get to the bottom of before the end of the season, basically. Right, right. <laughs> and even on, like, right, like, it was made to be a big deal on All-American, and so, like, this would be... Um, almost like a perfect storyline for All-American because we didn't get that in-depth uh, of a conversation between the two of them. We just knew it was strained and uh, like all of their interactions were sort of strained. Uh, but uh, <laughs> to that to that point, like it, yeah, just because it's been so long, it's been, it was a six episode, so it, it felt like just all of a sudden slowing down after we've gotten all of this other stuff. But mm -hmm. With that being said, let's get into it. And I do, before we do, though, we both have the similar ideas, I think, on Twitter. Because when I first saw this, the episode, I was like, did they recast her mom again? But <laughs> the wig was so bad the last time. It was. It, it definitely was. And uh, I'm not usually one to come for, like, makeup. It, but, like... Eh. Oh, I have so so in real life I give people grace because like obviously we're actual people and you know not everybody right. has the budget to make mm -hmm. hair look a certain way but I take offense 
when black women's <laughs> hair is not done to a certain standard on television and film because right. you have a budget you have a hair team I feel like you should be able to put something towards making her hair look like decent you know and that right. yeah that other wig for somebody that's like this high lawyer that's like supposed to have like all this money and cares about appearances and stuff that wig just did not it wasn't doing it it wasn't yeah. doing it, <laughs> it and the thing the funny thing about that is i don't know if because for me at least it felt like uh the wig that they chose it made her seem much older and so i just connected with this sort of idea of simone having an older mom uh mm-hmm. and so since the wig was the only thing that we knew <laughs> via like season three uh, after they originally recast her mom, that it was like coming to this where the wig was a little bit more age appropriate and it felt like they aged her down a little bit. I, w- mm. I was just like, this is what we didn't know that we needed because now the other wig looks horrible by comparison. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, that was a little that was a little aside on wigs. Uh, but it was just, yeah, it definitely made her look like a different person fit her facial structure better. Um, but getting to my faves, my personal faves, Cam and Keisha. So, yeah, Keisha, <laughs> yes. I love them so much. I love them so much. Um, I am a huge Camisha stan, even though I feel like she's gonna sabotage it. She's um, already sabotaged. She, she done sabotaged yeah, she, twice. Yeah, she she already has. She's gonna keep digging herself into a hole. And I think because he cares about her, he keeps coming back. But um, she's definitely gonna push him to a point if she keeps at this rate where he stops coming back, and then she's just gonna be at a loss with yeah a great guy that well he's great now. He wasn't an All-American, but like I said on Twitter, I just like to pretend that those are two different people um, <laughs> for my own peace. I I just love how much Cam has grown. Um, and I feel like it's always like, I don't know, I've quietly been a, um, I don't know if I would say a fan of Cam, but I've like just wanted to know more about him. Like he's always been a character that interested me. Um, and so it's good to see this this other side to him, this other layer, because we didn't get to see it. Um, I, I, I and I do agree with at least that because he wasn't always like bad. Um, I just kind of didn't like how he went about like a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No. 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 He was but definitely annoying. <laughs> he, um, but I think at le- he seems more human here in um all-american homecoming versus an all-american like i didn't care about him past him being an ant- an antagonist at some points right um right yeah no facts facts um and so with that being said like given last week's episode keisha did get like won the contest so she's gonna be a background dancer for the new normani music video <laughs> shout out normani go keisha go keisha and uh she had the chance to actually get a lead dancer position but she didn't get it because they found out that she was pre-med and it that was that whole conversation again about her mm-hmm. 
just really wanting to pursue dance um, and not wanting to be a pre-med student. Um, and so Cam encouraged her in that, that she finally, and I guess this is, she finally decided to tell her dad that she was changing her major, changed her major. Mm-hmm. Her dad then said that ugh, her mom will be so disappointed, which the parents. I, so oh rough. my gosh. Um, so to, to that specific moment, I was very upset about that because I, I really hate when parents try to guilt trip their children into doing things that they want them to do that might not necessarily like be the path in life that the child wants to take like if she wants to dance then just I mean let her dance it's not hurting you by letting her pursue her passions and I just feel like one he doesn't know for sure what her mom would have said about her wanting to dance instead of being pre-med but two I don't know. It's it's almost it's like an he, evil like it's, it's an evil thing trip. to do yeah. and I honestly feel like he wants so badly for her to be what he wants her to be. Right. He doesn't care about the strain that that's just going to continue um to put on their relationship and I think that goes for him and Simone's mom to be honest, which I think that was an interesting parallel in this episode, just seeing like um, it's different situations, but their parents have very similar views as it pertains to their kids. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the pressure that they're putting on their kids. Yeah. Yeah. And as we get into like more of what, because it was all about family, obviously titled family affair, but uh, I've, one of the first things I said about this show is I was just like, oh, everybody's parents are trash in this show. Like, not a good one, not a good one in the bunch um, of them between all of the sort of main characters that we that we know, that we've heard of their parents and, and all of that stuff. What I do like, though, is that, you know, these, they have been pretty bad parents that they've shown on this show. And it seems at least initially like they are going to try to evolve them. Um, And I thought that that was a theme. So I saw this thing with Zeke and I was so angry at him for saying that to Keisha, for guilt tripping her, for being manipulative in that way, you know, using her dead mother against her um, and against her dreams. Right. And and I, I don't know, but I also like seeing how the rest of the episode went in terms of the other parents. I was just like, I really hope that they, evolve him and that he you know even though we're seeing him in this bad light right now that this is like a drop why am I getting philosophical but a drop in the ocean and that you know eventually he'll see sort of the error of his ways and um Mm, I mean you don't think well I, I it's not that I don't think that that's gonna happen um the optimistic part of me also hopes that that's going to be the direction that they take with his character but I'm also kind of wondering if he's not the villain who is going to be the villain type thing um so just in regards one to Keisha but then also in regards to um the way he plays the game as far as um 
how Brinkston is going and like mm-hmm. are they going to get the baseball team is Amar going to lose her job right um, these are the fair third? points these are excellent these are excellent points um I just have a personal affinity for drumline Sean so that's why I'm optimistic <laughs> because I do not feel the same way about JR's dad um, but and actually we're about to talk about JR which I, I truly don't think this man will ever evolve but uh, to to put, like put a cap on the uh, Cam Keisha thing, so he tells her he says that, but she still goes ahead and does it. Nate, seeing that you know she has finally made this change that they have been talking about forever, goes over to Cam while he's exercising and like gives him the talk, gives him the friend talk, like don't you know hurt her, uh, basically in in a nutshell, and saying like y'all need to figure this out because you you both like each other and he tries to give her the we're just friends talk so anyway leaves that conversation cam asks her out and she stands him up so what did you she think about does that? so i did see netta tweet that there is a reason that keisha did what she did and we're just gonna have to wait until the next episode to see it but all i can say is it better be a darn good one because if not i'm sorry as much as i love keisha i'm gonna have to be on her neck for that one because that was just (laughs) that was just rude she's scared no it wasn't rude she could have she could have told him like i understand like just yeah like just be honest like i'm a very honesty is the best policy type person whatever it is that's making you scared whatever it is that's making you um not want to go just tell him you don't want to go because every time he tries to like step out with her in public um and progress their relationship she finds some reason not to do that and I just feel like it would both of them would come out better in the end if she just is up front and says this is why um we can't be together right now right 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 and um yeah, no, that's that's I've, these are facts and completely, completely what I thought about too, and I I completely agree um, because even like he was just like meet me here, um, it wasn't even necessarily an ask out, but it was just like no, 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 we're going to this place, which I was like okay, come through, Pam, uh, and yeah, she like ignored his message, and I was one that last week when she pulled the whole I'm tired thing, I was like um. I don't know. I just, again, I need her to be straight up because even her blowing him off is so half-hearted that I'm like, it's just, it makes it worse almost that you're ghosting or blowing off is so half-hearted as well. Like, be on an extreme on either end. Don't be this weird little in-between thing. Anyway, that's me. But yeah, just be straight up in a nutshell. (laughs) And I, I think it's also like... That just doesn't seem like it's something that would be in her heart to do to just completely disregard somebody that's been there for her. Like, literally, every time she asked or needed Cam, he's been there. Right. Um, and, right. yeah. So, I've, I this is, like, her second strike with me because I also didn't like what she said to him about his injury 
um in the last episode i was just like wow keisha that was a low blow right, <laughs> yeah 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 just because i then, forgot about that just because you got nothing yeah yeah yeah, like, so yeah that yeah, that one was pretty, a hard one <laughs> yeah that was pretty harsh i'm not gonna lie yeah say. so she's been pretty um cavalier cavalier with the words that she says to cam when he hasn't treated her that way so i'm i'm excited to see what happens next and we'll we'll talk about that um someone that we just mentioned though who also has a bad parent jr uh goes home after quitting (laughs) quitting the baseball team and finds out that his parents are selling the house um his parents gave him a whole line about sometimes people just fall out of love. He he wasn't having it. Can um, I just say, I just feel like that is such a cop-out. Oh, yeah. And so I am not a child of divorce because my parents were never married. So, <laughs> like, I don't relate to him in that sense. Um, but I do relate to, like, having parents who don't always get along. But I just think that it does, even from my personal experience, I just think that it does a real disservice to the child to just, like, not be honest and upfront and just, like, say what the issue is and say, like, you know, we were having problems and we just feel like this is the best decision for our family to not be together because they've completely blindsided him. Um, with the divorce and with the selling of the house like they just didn't have they tried to make it seem like the way that they were going about this was in his best interest but honestly it seems more so that they just didn't have a regard for him and they just decided what was best for themselves and they're just gonna have to or they're just trying to force him to be okay with that which it's not fair and it's affecting him negatively. Now, I don't condone the way he behaved in the previous episode, but I can see at least in this episode he was trying to um make things right and mend those relationships that he kind of strained um, right. when he was all in his feelings and drinking and smoking and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> right. Oh wait, so you think that he he was trying to mend some things? I do. I do. Um so at the very beginning of the episode, um, when Simone was trying to talk to Damon and he stepped up and he was like, Hey, she didn't deserve that. I really do think that he was trying to um or that was a step in like the way he defended her, that was a step in his um mending or like getting things back together because he was rude to Simone and he didn't have to be because she was only trying to help him and Damon. Um, and then, and that's fair. I was thinking more along the lines of, I forgot that he had that whole moment with Simone or a collection of moments rather. Uh, but yeah, I forgot that they, he had that whole interaction with Simone where he was rude to her. And so, yeah, for Simone, for sure with Damon at the end, it, it it was a little interesting to me. It was more like on a neutral for me with Damon at the end. Hmm. Well, I mean, he came to family dinner knowing that Damon was going to be there. So this is facts. I, I, I think it might not have been like a huge step 
but I think it is a step. It was, yeah, no, um, exactly. And I don't think that. I don't think that they're really going to get to fixing their relationship and friendship that they had until they can get past this. Is this my brother or is it not? I really think that they just need to find that out. <laughs> and then yeah. like, then they can figure out how to move accordingly. Right. Um, because obviously if that is his brother, that's going to change a lot of different circumstances in his already not so good family dynamic right now. Um, and then if they aren't, then, you know, I don't know if it would be easier or more difficult, but they would just have to navigate that and move past it, you know? No, exactly. So. No, you're absolutely right. Um, and again, we do see this, this is why I am not a fan of his dad. And I think his dad will remain trash is because he, talks about talk about using something his aplastic anemia that he has as a kid oh i didn't make my son to grow up to be a quitter and you know his mom saying like don't turn your back on jr like you turned your back on me and yeah it was just really just not not a good look i I honestly wish we had gotten more scenes with his family um so so jr's dad is someone else that i don't know what it is with the parents in this show and their expectations of their kids but he's also somebody that just wants his son to be exactly who he wants him to be and follow this very particular path and i could kind of tell even from the very beginning that jr wasn't as passionate about baseball as some of the other players on the team like even from the backdoor pilot i just you know it just seemed like he was playing it to play right um and then actually getting home coming and seeing it was even more obvious that he was playing to play cuz that felt like it was he felt like it was expected of him not because like he was super passionate about baseball like he you know Right. I don't right. I don't even I don't ever recall him mentioning trying to go pro or and you can correct me if I'm wrong there, but I just don't recall that. No, no, yeah. No, um, I'm with you a thousand percent. I think the only time that we got him actually which I don't even know if this counts, but it like the only time that we got him sort of passionate about baseball was I wanna say like the second episode when they were trying to pick team captains and he was trying to help Damon bond with the team. Um, but again, that was like sort of out of the blue that Damon nominated Jr. for team captain. So it's just like, yeah, there has never been a consistent sort of passion around baseball, even in his speech, right? It was, he, he was playing baseball because it was a legacy and it was what his dad did. It was his dad's dad did. So no, you're, no I literally same <laughs> yeah and I just I feel like what could have been an opportunity for his dad to just kind of have a conversation with JR and be like okay so you say that you don't like baseball what is something else that you are passionate about because you know it very well could be that is he- trash yeah, it very well could have been that he made a rash decision out of being hurt about his parents' divorce. Um, but I feel like you could get to the root of that and whether, like, 
that's what the issue was or whether he doesn't actually care if you have a conversation with him but like you said his dad is trash so he wasn't gonna do that and so now jr is just feeling what he's feeling um i think he needs to have more conversations with nate because that was the only thing that seemingly helped him (laughs) right right no exactly Everybody needs to have more conversations with Nate. Yeah, like, side um, note, Nate, I love Nate. I feel like Nathaniel is probably one of the best characters on the show. I want Nathaniel to be bumped to, like, a, a regular and not just a recurring because I just feel like Nate is... I don't know. Nate just kind of has a heart that <laughs> that you can tell is like the glue that kind of holds everybody together. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, and so with that, uh, getting into obviously he uh, Jr spent sort of the whole episode sort of on his own with his parents and uh, Cam and Keisha again sort of stayed pretty contained in their story for the most part but the other backdrop of this is that Damon's mom is back in town um, and oh gosh <laughs> you're not a fan resetting I'm, as a I'm... mom and not as a momager um, real quick before we start to talk about it uh you know, he's still upset, as we've said, with JR and Simone for them sort of hiding the fact that uh, that they were looking into his adoption, really. Uh, and Simone is having entire flashbacks about Damon, which was <laughs> very interesting. Uh, interesting on the writer's point um, that she was having flash- flashbacks of him as she was exercising, but again, that ran into her uh, and he was still upset about it. And so mm-hmm. he... Um, he talks to her about it and she just sort of gives him advice on learning how to trust again. And like saying that just because trust is broken, doesn't mean it can't be found again and tells him that he's building two families and really sort of spent this whole episode just trying to, you know, obviously encourage him as he was sort of going back and forth with Santiago, who we find out a little bit more about him and his dreams of going pro and all of that stuff. Um, as Santiago is going to be the new catcher Um, so encouraging him on that front but also to give his friends another chance um, and and trust him and really build that family that he's talking about obviously culminating in him ultimately telling her that he wanted to find his adoptive parents Um, and we found out that his dad has Alzheimer's what was this whole this whole thing with Damon uh, and his mom but you don't you you still weren't you're still not a fan still uh bad taste in your mouth from what she did the last time i just think i don't know if i trust her i don't know if i trust that him firing her as manager is going to suddenly um make her basically i feel like she is in it for damon's best interest in Damon's best interest only or rather what she thinks is Damon's best interest um I I don't know if I trust that she's 
completely reformed. Mm-hmm. And I, I tweeted about this moment, but um, when Damon and Santiago were arguing on the field and she was like, if you don't do something, I will. I kind of feel like she <laughs> she rushed to Damon's defense, but it's not like Damon wasn't goading Santiago to begin with. So it's kind of like he he Damon has like obvious can't see past himself issues like he's very um egotistical and I know like and I don't say that to imply that I think he's a bad person I just don't feel like he's ever had to think about other people outside of himself and it's a hard habit to break for him um but I think she enables it by telling him oh you're the best oh you're this oh you're that and always jumping to his side I will say what you just talked about as far as um her telling him to learn to have to trust his friends is probably the first time that I can recall her actually looking at something objectively um and not just you know automatically assuming that he was in the right um but yeah i think i just need more time with her to answer your original this question is like, <laughs> this is like what this is the first time we've seen her since her rebrand so <laughs> since they hugged uh like what was it two episodes ago or something like that so it's understandable to need more time i think i too needed more time um but I was pleasantly surprised by what I saw in the episode from her. Um, even though I think she obviously has a long way to go still. Uh, to that point about uh, Damon and Santiago's interaction, like, and her coming to his defense, what I liked, and here's, like, the little steps that I saw that I was just like, okay, maybe I'm wrong in my intuition that, like, she's still hiding something or harboring something. is because... You know, she talked to Damon as she's saying all of this stuff about trust. She also is just like, you were off. Like, she tells Damon, like, oh, you were off on pitching before this whole thing with Santiago happened. So it's not only him. Um, And then it it was really two major moments for me. So that was one of the moments. Another moment was when she went to Turner at the end and was just like, thank you for caring for my son. Um. Another moment was when she she talked to Damon and they were talking about, you know, asking his his dad, like what what happened with his uh, adoption and the challenge, sorry, the challenge of Alzheimer's and them agreeing to go talk to his dad together. So, again, throughout the episode, I was just like, when is the other foot going to drop with her? But to my pleasant surprise, it like never did. And I think she had a couple of cool moments. So though I need to see more. I'm not like I to, to to give a ranking like hate Jr's dad. He's worst parent for me. Number one, uh, Zeke probably number two under that. Uh, I'm not even ranking Simone's mom right now. <laughs> and uh, but Damon's mom really uh, at least has come a long way in the short time that we've seen. I think uh, and she still has time to change true. that. By the way, yeah, I can acknowledge that, but I think that I. And still in a perpetual waiting for the other shoe to drop state right. with her. Right. And right. I'm kinda I'm kinda like that with um Simone's mom too. Cause I'm like, okay, 
y'all had this great moment, but are you actually going to change your behavior moving forward? Which is why I'm glad that Simone took the time to set boundaries with her mom and be like, okay, here are the ground rules. Um, if this is going to work, because I think when you are trying to repair a broken relationship with someone, it takes time and, um, maintaining boundaries during that time is very important, um, to the healing process. Yeah, no, absolutely agree. And it's healthy too. It's healthy. Um, and to get to Simone, uh, before I say that, obviously we've been alluding to this, but Damon and JR getting get tested to find out um, paternity tests, find out like if they're brothers or not, um, or DNA tests rather. Uh, and so that's how that story ended. Uh, and again, sort of them coming back together, he went and apologized to Simone, which we'll get to. Uh, but speaking of Simone and her mom, yeah, her mom, again, I'm, I'm like back and forth on her mom. Her mom is um, interested. They're just really treating the parents interestingly, which is why I'm saying it seems like they are set on sort of having the parents have a journey as well and have a journey of, you know, we're going to know them to be trash um, and then we're going to see them slowly work their way back up into being parents because life is messy so i feel like that's the route they're going and i think simone's mom is a perfect example of that because you know uh baby shay was in town with chanel uh and visiting (laughs) visiting simone and amara amara decided to invite tina down and tina uh didn't necessarily like confirm that she was coming but it was this whole thing where she had like a law review photographer there tried to bribe Simone about the room and board which I was like I thought we already figured out the room and board situation (laughs) but (laughs) tried to bribe Simone about the room and board I guess to pay for it again and uh basically it was just havoc Simone was unhappy and rightfully so Tina was unhappy because she's been harboring this secret for two decades that she dropped out of Harvard Law School for Amara and it really ended on that note that you know Simone's mom sort of came to the conclusion that she was so controlling because of this resentment that she had towards her sister. And so they talked it out. Um, And she, to your, to our points, like came back to Simone at the end of the day and said, like, I'm going to be, I'm going to try to be better, you know? And then Simone did make those ground rules to say like, you gotta, gotta let me live my life and you have to include baby Shay in, in our lives as well, um, or in your life as well. Um, and so she ended with that, you know, taking some time before her flight to be glamour. <laughs> she called it. Um, but yeah, what did you think about all that? Uh, so it brought up two things that I often think about is one, this whole, um, elitism that some black people feel her mom is very interesting because she's so anti-hbcu and like even throughout the show she kept referring it to like some hbcu or that little school as if it's like not up to the same standard as stanford but 
I, I honestly don't know why some black people feel that way about HBCUs. I, I really don't. I don't think that the education is subpar in compare in um comparison to an education that you would get from a PWI. So um that is one thing that even in her wanting to improve her relationship with Simone, I'm not sure if she's really gotten past that and is going to get seem like that at all (laughs) yeah and and is going to get past that because even in her conversation with amara when she kind of downplayed her career and what it is that she's going she's like i sacrificed so you could be this big journalist and what are you doing with your life like amara just wasn't nothing and i just was kind of like wow like not only are you harboring resentment for something that your sister didn't even know that you did, but you're basically belittling her and her decisions. Mm. And that's not okay. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, there was a, there was a quote that Amara said, um, where she said like that's your dream not mine and that's something that we've heard from Simone as well uh so I thought that was a little interesting call back to how Tina thinks and you know how she treats the the people in her life her younger sister and her daughter um and so to that point yeah she definitely has a bias against HBCUs and to be honest like not right at all I feel like it's a pretty uh pretty uh fair look at some to your point some people's attitudes towards hbcus um because we live in a society governed by white by white supremacy which is a whole other conversation that is true yeah but i just I don't feel like she's ever really going to fully mend her relationship with Simone or Amara if she doesn't learn to get past that, though. Because in a way, she, as long as she holds that belief, she's still going to see both of them as beneath her, and they're not. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's it's kind of hard to repair a relationship with someone when you're seeing them as less than and then treating them accordingly. Yeah, no, um, it's- Preaching, preaching on the podcast tonight. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there was um, that. I, I had something else that I wanted to say about Simone's mom, but I completely forgot it. So I guess it'll come just, back. Yeah, <laughs> it'll come back and just say it when it comes back. Um, but yeah, I like I said, uh, Tina is sort of an enigma to me still um, right now. I did think the glamour thing was was funny but yeah I, I just need to see more from her and like I said I would place her um or I guess I didn't say this but I would place her under under uh Damon's mom which I don't even I need to figure out his mom's name um <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah I just need to see more from her because it's giving like obviously at the end there she had some moments mm-hmm. moments of growth but to that point is like is it going to be consistent um are you consistently showing these actions in the show in the episode and we did not see that um last thing on this uh <laughs> i was dead at, at nate saying um staying broke that'll show her 
I love how real they are. Yeah. Uh, to Simone. Uh, they keep it straight up. It's like, yeah, it's all well and good, but you still need money, though. <laughs> yeah, they're probably um, the best friends that she could have found. Um, right. In her whole transition, being away from her quote-unquote friends in California. Right. <laughs> you, you, I've talked about this on Twitter a lot, so you know how I feel about who's friends and who's not on yeah. the original but yeah i'll digress <laughs> <laughs> um but being away from them and basically having to form a brand new community um i'm really happy that she found nate and keisha and uh jr for that matter damon i don't know i feel like he's a lot of drama but i think he cares about simone so i will give him that that is hilarious because that's who we're going to next <laughs> simone and damon you did my transition for me um <laughs> simone and damon so again at odds during this episode she mm-hmm. apologized here's the thing with <clears throat> her apology for me um it was interesting in the beginning she was just like it's been a week and obviously this this week thing became a joke later on but she was just like it's been a week and i uh and i apologize something that i've been excited to see um about simone's character has just been who she is on her own and i think one of those things is a little bit um a little bit more naive than she was on all american to be to be uh honest um and it, it was interesting again this week because her, I guess you could say naive moment for me this week was her saying like, it's been a week and I apologize. And, you know, her expecting con- that just meant that yeah, it was okay now. Exactly. <laughs> expecting like, okay, good. We're all good now. Um, and to be fair, like, again, Damon, you know, held on to it longer than he should have. But again, that expectation that, but like, but I apologize and we should be cool now. And that's just like, that's a very like let's say that that's a very like all American thing uh when they were in high school, and so now that they're growing up and it's you know really sort of sitting with um sitting with the consequences of their or their actions or dealing with the ramifications of their actions, whether that's positive or negative um and not having expectations of people uh so anyway, I just really appreciate that they're showing these little moments um for her because I just love these like little character in detail and that yeah. was my nerd moment for the week uh <laughs> yeah i think that it's interesting that you pointed out that she's more naive on homecoming than she is on all american because i don't think that i made that connection but i i, I agree with you um simone seemed a lot more put together and level-headed on all american um, and I don't know if her seeming more naive is part of their effort to kind of highlight the fact that this is all so new for her and yeah. an adjustment. Um, but yeah, she's def- she definitely seems way more like out of tune <laughs> with reality at some points, like in the first episode when she just, you know in the pilot when she just walked up to Thea and she was like hi I play tennis and just right. assumed that you know that right. was gonna mean that they were friends <laughs> right 
<laughs> but I'm a stick beside her. I'm a stick beside her. But I just love the Of course, that I love my girl Simone. <laughs> getting, getting these, getting these moments. Um, with that being said, though, eventually coming around again, they were they were apart from most of the episode, and he came. He apologized. He met Shay. He got Shay to stop crying. I so I am not. A demon shipper, but that oh, I know that, moment. but I know you had to tell the audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to let the audience know I am not a demon shipper, um, but I do think that that moment was cute. Um, it was cute. Um, I just think it's interesting that the writers did not show Jordan with Shay before they showed uh, before they showed Damon with Shay. Well, Jordan was with uh, Shay in the. Sorry, I should be much holding Shay. Holding. Oh, Shay. yeah, he was at gotcha. the um, when they when they left. Um, but like him quieting down, him being like, "I could teach him some things." They were, they were really bold. <laughs> they were really bold. They're wild. They are. The writers definitely... are on some mess. <laughs> it's very interesting because you know, in interviews, I've heard um, the showrunner whose name I it just escaped me but I've heard NK. or yeah NK I've read her say that you know something to the effect of they didn't put Jordan and Simone through all of that to like build them up for them to not like for them to break them up but it kind of seems like <laughs> that that's what it is because I mean Damon is going to keep being a point of contingency in their relationship, especially with Jordan and Simone being long distance because Damon right. and Jordan don't have a relationship with each other. It would be one thing if, you know, they had like conversations or it came to an understanding or not saying they have to be friends, but like or at least acquaintances. So like when Jordan comes to visit, like, you know, like would hang out with him and have like a just like a slight dynamic with him but that's not the case it's pretty much like Simone is off at school um with Damon and Jordan is still in California doing his thing and even from some of the things that he said on um All-American just about how like he's focused on his game and he's you know trying to prove that he's a good quarterback so he can play it just seems like that's where his focus is and I think that Simone and Damon relate to each other in different ways that Simone and Jordan do not Um, and so I think that is why it's so easy for them to have a relationship and a strong friendship and continue to um, build this connection because there are some things that you know they understand about each other not saying that Jordan can't understand but he has an experience so I don't think that he would get it in the same right. way right. Um, so and I know I probably sound like a shipper now that I've said all that but I'm really not <laughs> you're like nope I'm still Jamone I'm still Jamone <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> and I, I wasn't even gonna say this, but I'm gonna say it. I it, I have so much self control not to bring up my crack shit. 
<laughs> so much self-control and i'm just leaving it at that i would just leave it at that no but uh no i did enjoy the moment uh i thought it was a cute moment and i just thought the writers were being messy <laughs> um, uh, they are they continue to be yeah, and i think they're gonna keep building it up until there is like a for real issue between right. three of them because right. drama and who doesn't love that <laughs> right 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 well and it's funny thing is it's just like saying things like making a joke about it's been a week like a week is an eternity and you know simone said that to him at the top and then <clears throat> came back and said like oh yeah it's only been a week like and it's just like girl like you were just crying at the top but anyway no um, because even just seeing and i know this is kind of backtracking to the previous episode but just even seeing like how frantic she was about the idea of them not being friends or him being so upset sitting outside his room calling him yeah, yeah. like my girl she was i love her but she was down <laughs> Stand bad <up>. Stand <laughs> <up>. <laughs> right? like this not even your man and you doing a lot right now i need you to calm down sister calm <laughs> yeah. down <laughs> Well, now, now, uh, yeah, now we gotta, now we definitely gotta take it to predictions. That was the episode. That was the episode. Thanks for listening to Film Study and All American Podcast. Stay tuned for our predictions.